Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Dave Glover Show with Dave, Rachel, and Kevin. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring Outlet. The flooring experts. I got floor.com. DGS on KMOX. Happy Tuesday to you. Uh, Chet Pleban joins me now. Chet, how you doing, my friend? I'm good, Dave. How are you? Good. Uh, so much to talk about. Things are moving very quickly, as they do when... Uh, and this, I, Look, I'm, I'm not crapping on Trump when I say this. If, if I were indicted in four or five different venues and fighting lawsuits, civil and criminal, I mean, my Lord, I have no idea how you even keep the calendar on that, much less coordinate everything. But things uh, have not been going well for him, and uh, I'm just going to let you take it over and tell us what's going on. Yeah, well, uh, Fahmy Willis, uh, the prosecutor in Georgia, is uh, certainly climbing the pyramid. There was another one, uh, Jenna Ellis, another Trump lawyer who uh, entered a plea today uh, in which she admitted um, making of uh, false details about election fraud. She said thousands of ballots were counted illegally, thousands of felons voted illegally, thousands of underage people registered uh, before they were 18, all of which she knew uh, it wasn't wasn't true. Um, and so she, of course, along with uh, Giuliani, would go running around to these these various states and trying to persuade people that that the election was fraudulently taken from from Trump. In addition, uh, of course, you got uh, Cheeseboro that, that entered a plea. Uh, and that is significant, probably more significant than Sidney Powell's plea the other day, because uh, Sidney Powell uh, pled to uh, six, I think, misdemeanors that she breached the Dominion's voting systems um, in Coffee County, Georgia. Uh, Chesbro's plea, however, puts Trump uh, in the middle of a criminal conspiracy. Uh, he, uh, Chesbro, admitted to conspiring with Trump and Giuliani and East Eastman to create that slate of fake electors. Um, he admitted that the scheme was illegal. 
uh, that he, he created and distributed false electoral college documents to, to Trump uh, and to his folks uh, in Georgia and in other states. And you'll recall that Trump then um, used that uh, plan, that plan relative to fake electors, to try to pressure uh, Pence into finding that the results in those battleground states that Trump lost were in doubt, and therefore uh, he shouldn't go ahead and um, and confirm the the votes of the Electoral College. So, um, and and Chesbro's plea was to a single felony count, unlike uh, Sidney Powell's. Of course, no jail time, no jail time for him or for Powell or, or for Jenna Ellis. But they all agreed to cooperate. So you know that that the prosecutor took what's called a proffer, which is a statement prior to the time that they entered the plea of guilty and prior to the time that any plea bargain was struck with them so that the prosecutor can clearly understand what it is that they have to offer. Um, This clearly also these pleas, you know, these aren't people off the street. These aren't proud boy people. These are lawyers that Trump picked that Trump was was representing, you know, which certainly kind of puts cold water on some plan that this was a partisan witch hunt just to to target Donald Trump. Chad, let me jump in and sort of translate into normal guy speak. Uh, The prosecutors would not give these people deals unless their proffers were significant and we're going to help them get Donald Trump, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's a pyramid effect. So what you do is you start at the bottom of the pyramid. And so Sidney Powell, you know, she was high profile because she was out there. Uh, you'll recall, of course, she was with Giuliani several times. Um, and and uh, he, she was with Giuliani at that infamous November 20th, I believe, press conference where you had the dye running yeah. down his face. And so, you know, she gets close to to Giuliani. She gets close to Meadows. She gets close close to Flynn. Um, and and she was in the um, the Oval Office on I think it was in December of 2020 when they were talking about, about seizing voting machines and and talking about other schemes in order to prove up that there was some kind of conspiracy to take the vote away from Donald Trump. Um, and of course. So that's helpful to the prosecution because now she's told them what exactly occurred during the course of those meetings. And she's agreed to testify and testify honestly about what what occurred uh, in exchange for the plea deal. Now, if she doesn't, if she refuses to testify, if she doesn't testify honestly, that deal is yanked and you've got RICO counts back on the table. Same with with Chesbro. Again, he is the architect of the false legal claims, um, and and that was an effort to turn the election and and to prevent um, Mike Pence from um, going ahead and confirming those results. And and it was Giuliani that deputized Chesbro to run point on on that electors scheme. So Chesbro can put. Giuliani into the middle of this as well. So I think what you're going to see, um, and, and uh, when Willis 
indicted, you know, 18 people, 18 co-defendants plus Trump. I mean, she was hoping against hope that sooner or later these people were going to flip, that she was going to take a proffer from them and she was going to use that to climb the pyramid. So I think that eventually they, that uh, Rudy Giuliani is going to have to make a decision. You know, at his age, is he going to, to go ahead and spend the rest of his life in a penitentiary uh, or is he going to do what he can to save himself or at least try to save himself and go ahead and testify honestly against what he did and those private conversations that he had with Donald Trump. And, and I also think that, you know, these lawyers, you, you know, have a, you have a privilege, an attorney client privilege, but if you are scheming to commit criminal acts, then that privilege certainly doesn't apply. So sooner or later, somebody is going to have to come forward and going to have to say, well, these were the conversations that we had with Trump, not just Giuliani, not just the other underlings, but these are conversations that we had with him or in in his presence where we said, you know, this isn't going to work. um, And, and, but we need to try this. And, and we're, you know, we're, we're running uh, kind of in, in, with an illegal format here um, mm. so that he clearly understood what what he was doing and clearly understood that he was using that and it was it was totally illegal and he was conspiring with them. Chet, how, uh, remind me, because I have no idea, how serious are these charges for Donald Trump? Let's just uh, thought experiment. It goes as badly for him as it can and everyone flips against him and a jury believes that uh, a conspiracy happened. What is he looking at? 20 years uh, potentially per count that could run consecutively. I mean, this guy, this guy could wind up, you know, remember, there are 91 counts. And, and I've said before, I find it very hard to believe that he, Donald Trump, is going to beat 91 counts, 91 felony counts. And so any one of those counts could wind him up in the penitentiary for either a Georgia penitentiary or a federal penitentiary for a very long period of time. So if he's convicted of multiple counts in multiple jurisdictions, he could wind up spending the rest of his life in the penitentiary, along with the likes of Giuliani, Giuliani and Meadows, potentially, and, and Eastman and the, and, and the others. I mean, this is, this is extremely, extremely serious stuff here. Um, and that's why I think when these guys, you know, and, and the lawyers that are defending Trump, what they're saying is, well, of course, these guys are, are lying because they realize they're trying to save their skin and they're trying not to go to the penitentiary for long periods of time. Well, in, in part, that's true. Uh, I mean, obviously, when you're faced with 20 year counts, um, it kind of wakes you up a little bit and you want to certainly you want to come forward to help yourself. But again, the, the testimony has to be. Uh, factually honest. And if it's not, then the deals are off and and they they go back to where they were before with RICO counts. So anything he's in a world of trouble. Anything to report from any of the other uh, uh, cases that are going on right now? Well, yeah. uh, Today, apparently in the civil trial, uh, Michael Cohen uh, testified uh, face to face. Trump wanted to be there, I suppose, when to look him in the eye, I don't think. I, I guess he thought maybe he was going to intimidate uh, Michael Cohen after all these years. Um, but Cohen testified that essentially what was happening was that 
um, he and Weisselberg would be called into Trump's office and Trump would tell them, no, I'm not worth two billion. I'm worth four billion. And so I want you to get me to four billion. And so they would take the financial statements and basically manipulate them so that he would go from two to four or whatever, whatever the numbers might be that were consistent with the numbers that Trump would pull out of the air. Um, so, I mean, it's tough to keep up with all this. And, and in that same civil case, uh, the, the judge just went ahead and entered a gag order uh, and that Trump violated and he fined him $5,000. Um, now, that's not it's a de minimis amount of money for, for Trump. But I would have thought that he would have just given him a warning, except he skipped the warning and went to the 5,000. Trump does this again, uh, and I suspect that the consequence is going to be more severe than 5,000. He's kind of climbing the ladder, too, and doing the steps to, to control him um, in, in intervals so that he doesn't uh, step on his First Amendment rights and his right to campaign and all that sort of stuff. So You know, it's, it's interesting. Uh, earlier in the show, I said that if Donald Trump uh, had conceded the election and, and shaken Joe Biden's hand, that he would be the next president because Biden's old and not popular and uh, Trump wouldn't have all this baggage. But Rach pointed out an interesting point that maybe not, because I think a lot of his people— uh, love him for his uh, exuberance and his shenanigans. And if, if he is, he's under a couple of gag orders, but if he were to actually shut up, I think it would disappoint a lot of his followers. But it's not in his DNA, Dave. Yeah. He, he can't, he cannot, he can't control himself in that regard. He's more concerned right now. He goes to that civil trial and more concerned about his image as as a multi-gazillionaire than he is about whether or not all these people are flipping, these lawyers are flipping and going to testify against him in a criminal case. I mean, what does that tell you about the guy? I mean, it, it, it's amazing. His psyche is amazing. And, and, you know, so far, you know, he's been kind of the Teflon man. But with 91 counts, I don't think that's going to last forever. I think he's I think he's going to get convicted of one or more of those counts. All right, man. We'll we'll see. Thank you. I'm sure we'll talk to you probably even this week. We appreciate it. That's uh, Attorney Chet Lieben. Thanks, Chet. You bet. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Three twenty-three DGS on KMOX. Happy Tuesday! I don't mind the gloom today. Kind of nice. Uh, coming up at four, we have the Think Tank. We do that every Tuesday, and uh, today we have Judge Frawley and Jeff Rainford. Uh, by the way, if there's anyone out there that uh, would like to suggest a guest or would like to be a guest, you can always reach out to us. I have no idea how. How do they do mm-hmm. that? They can email Andrew or I. Okay. Just- yeah. Uh, my email, uh, you know what? The DGS Halloween email has been working really well from that. A couple of people have sent in stuff about the okay. funeral procession yesterday. So DGS Halloween at gmail.com. We should just make that our permanent thing. Sure. If you, I, that'd be great. Also, if you have a D, if you, if you have a DGS, if you have a Halloween story, we're putting them together. We're all ready to go. It starts tomorrow at 4.30, uh, and it'll be each day from 4.30 or 4.20 until 5, the spooky stories from you and from me. But if you got a great one, got a real cracker, then you can, uh, email us and we'll try to get you on sometime between now and Halloween. Uh, so let's cleanse the palate with a, an Andrew fast food story. I'm a world traveler. First, I have this weird experience at Steak and Shake, and I, I, I'm not happy there. So I think, well, I'm in the greater Metro East. I don't want to say exactly where it was, but I'm in the greater Metro East area. Uh, and and so I think I'll stop by this Burger King. I stayed Burger here late King. last <laughs> Burger King. I stayed here late last night editing Halloween stuff, and so my wife had to come join me because we're carpooling right now. And she was getting a little hangry by the time that we left. Uh, and so I didn't think she'd make it all the way. Women, right? I know. Mm-hmm. Always whining about how they haven't eaten ten hours, and I'm making them stay at work. Uh, so I was like, let's let's not go all the way to our house. Let's stop somewhere on the way, and we'll get something to eat. So she wants to go to Burger King. We go to Burger King, and we. She's like, let's go inside, and immediately I'm like, oof, that's a you're playing a dangerous game, uh, because fast food since COVID. People have completely forgotten how to act, both in and out of the re- first. When we walk in, there's uh, the the employee is standing out in the middle of the uh, store, like just chatting with people. And uh, Megan and I go and walk up to the counter, and she just keeps chatting with them for several minutes. And then she moves behind the counter, and we're like, "Oh, you're the employee. We didn't even realize." And then she's still talking like over our heads to the people that are behind her about how one of them broke an arm one time or something. And we're just like, just keep calm. It's fine. It's not that big a deal. But so we order our food. Everything's fine. The food was fine. Nothing wrong with it. But the employees then all start just screaming at each other. Like they're they're fighting. They're throwing things. They're fighting. They're screaming. It's clearly a, a big fight is going on. 
And I mean, Megan and I are the only two people in the entire restaurant. So we're just like sitting there kind of like awkwardly eating our chicken nuggets and, and burgers. And we're like, I don't even know how to, how to react to this. And I, and I've, I've had experiences like that at fast food places. I, I really do point to since the pandemic, when everything got shut down and I think everybody got used to uh, drive through only. And so you could kind of act a fool. You could do whatever you wanted because no one could actually see how you were acting. But I don't know. It was really uncomfortable. I, I, I felt like I just feel like people have forgotten this. That's one of the ways that we talk about sometimes how people have forgotten how to act in certain situations. The only thing I'm mad at you about that story is you really should have saved it for the Halloween show. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so terrifying. And there was a ghost. <laughs> That was one of those, this one time at band camp kind of stories. <laughs> well, it was just weird. It was weird sitting there while the employees like threw like, you know, frozen chicken nuggets at each other and were screaming and cussing at each Remember other. Remember that time like, I stopped at the Hardee's in Benton, Illinois? Yes. And, uh, oh, yes. The lady was asleep. Yes. And when I woke her up, she woke up she chewing. Was chewing. Yeah, she just kept chewing and swallowed her food. I was like, holy hell. <laughs> I may have just saved a This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Life. DGS. Very excited to get uh, Halloween started tomorrow. Uh, that's brought to you by uh, Lord Distributing and Portlandia Big Believer Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, it's really cool. I took it home last night and drank it for the first time. And I'm not even a big Cabernet fan, but it's really good. It's got a really moderate price point, and it has uh, Bigfoot on the label. So, and I'm not even saying that facetiously. So many people give wine as a gift. 
Uh, if you have someone in your life who's into like paranormal encrypteds and Bigfoot like I am, perfect gift. And it's really good drinking wine around 20 bucks. So check it out. And they are the sponsor of uh, Halloween, which is not just one day. It uh, starts tomorrow and goes all the way through the 31st. Dave Murray joins us. Hello, Dave. Hello there. You a Halloween guy? No, not really. But I am a kind of guy that will will buy a bottle of wine because of the label. Totally, dude. Me too. <laughs> It, it, Sometimes that's all I'm looking for. It's gonna give me a cool label. Yeah, I am. Uh, a lot of my wine friends give me crap for this, but I mean, I'm not a sommelier, and so I'll go by the scores, you know, and of course price. And but a good label gets me every time. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay, so it's kind of a dark, gloomy day today, which I'm kind of digging. I don't mind I know. that at all. Yeah, not I know bad. You like that. I yeah, do. We're now in, and I do have the the very special forecast for you later in this forecast. Oh, hey! I don't want I don't want to jump to that yet. No, no, got to save that for last. That's right. We're in a a rather unsettled weather pattern right through the weekend. However, between now and Friday night, it is going to be windy and it is going to be warm with periods of showers couple of rumbles of thunder here and there. Now, it's not going to be raining all the time, but it's a wet stretch coming up. 79 for the high tomorrow. 87 is the record. I think tomorrow night, the evening is dry, but a couple more showers coming in late night, Wednesday night. Thursday, periods of showers anytime. 78 degrees. The record is 86. Some evening showers Thursday night. Friday, changeable sky. couple of showers. I don't see a lot of rain on Friday, but a couple of showers Windy and almost hot on Friday, 82 for the high, 85 is the record from 1950 on Friday. So we're at least kind of cozying up to that. A cold front is going to come through Friday night and settle just to our south. That will become the wave. Okay, let's let's hold the rope. Dave, you've got one end of the rope. Got it. Rachel has the other end. Mm -hmm. And Dave is going to snap it and create a wave along that rope. That's what that front is going to do. So periods of showers and a couple of thunderstorms Saturday and Sunday, but noticeably cooler temperatures in the 60s, probably low to mid 60s. And that's really where we should be this time of year. So kind of unsettled right through the weekend. And the special forecast? Well, oh, you know, one thing I forgot is some of the moisture we're going to see over the next couple of days is from an old uh, Pacific hurricane named Nora. And that moisture is coming into the middle of the country. Hmm. Halloween forecast, chilly and cold. It's dry, though, during the day on, on Halloween Tuesday. Sunny, 48 for the high temperature. Wow. Trick-or-treat time, probably about 42, 43 degrees. And I think we could go down into the mid-30s that night. Of course, that would be very, very late at night. But do not expect the kind of warmth we are seeing now and, and do not even expect the warmth we're going to have over the weekend, even though it gets cooler. Uh, Cold snap coming up. I won't be trick-or-treating because I'm 59, but uh, back in the day, I would have been okay with that. I didn't mind yeah. like the chillier weather. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of perfect. Uh, you know, I think most people are like, as long as it doesn't rain. You know, yeah. Let's have it cool. I, I think you know parents would much rather have it cool to even chilly than 80 degrees. Yeah. yeah. That's no fun. Yeah, I agree. Headlines, Rach? Headlines is brought to you by Schnooks. Get your groceries delivered or use curbside pickup with the Schnooks Rewards app. Let's see here. What do we want to start with? This is a sad story. The oldest dog in the world, a Portuguese canine this. named Bobby, has died at the age of 31. It's like more than double 
a really oh, yeah. long old and age. This, yeah. this, it's not a big, big dog, but it's not, you would think, like maybe a chihuahua or something. But this is a pretty good-sized dog. He was confirmed to be the world's oldest dog in February by Guinness World Records. Its owner credits his long life to the calm, peaceful environment in which he lived. That's sweet. 217 in dog years. Yeah. Mm. The other thing is that he, the, the dog, the, the, the food, the dog food, didn't eat dog food. He ate exactly what people ate. Wow. I found that interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting. Bobby had a good life. Yeah. Murphy, yes. our golden, died at 17. Uh, which is really old for a golden, yes. and, and the vet was like, oh, my gosh, we just never see him this old, but 31. Isn't it terrible? I mean, like, I bet, well, I'll just ask it, because, you know, uh, Dave, you're a huge dog person. Yep. Uh, Rach, you have Lucy, and you have uh, little Gigi. Gigi, the sweetie pea. Mm-hmm. God, I hate saying that. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> would you give up a year of your life if you could have them for the rest of your life? Oh, yep. yes. oh, yeah. In a second. No sure. question. In a second. Just one year? That's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I asked this before when Tony Colombo was on the show, <laughs> and it was so funny because Tony goes, no, I wouldn't give up one second of my life. <laughs> Not one. <laughs> and that's why he's not with the show anymore. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Animal lovers only. Just kidding. All right. A family is suing Panera Bread over their daughter's death after she drank their charged lemonade. So this 21-year-old girl um, drank this charged lemonade, not realizing that it had caffeine because she had a heart condition and typically avoided energy drinks. Well, this charged lemonade contains over 390 milligrams of caffeine. That's more than a can of Red Bull and a can of Monster Energy combined, according to the lawsuit anyway. She bought the lemonade from a Panera near her university in uh, Pennsylvania and went into cardiac arrest a few hours later. That's incredibly sad, uh, mm-hmm. but it's but. really interesting as a lawyer, like putting my old attorney cap on where I did products liability and it comes into how big was the font, you know, saying caffeine, mm. how how prevalent was it? There's something in the, in the law called the eggshell doctrine, which is basically if you uh, run into someone's car and they have a skull like an eggshell and they die, hey, you take your plaintiff as you find them. So it wouldn't be a defense that, well, we didn't know she had a heart condition that's you drink this stuff, right? I do. Is it as strong as it sounds? It is incredibly strong. Uh, I drink a lot of soda. I drink a lot of. Um, I don't drink a ton of energy drinks, but I'll I'll have one here. He's and drinking there. an energy drink right. I'm now. drinking one right now because I wanted to be extra up today. But <laughs> he's literally like going to take a sip. He's like, I don't really drink. Yeah, I'm not sure who's whose favor you're doing on that one. But, but I, I'm not an everyday energy drink energy drinker. But I I. I have a pretty strong tolerance to caffeine, and those things will. I mean, I'll lift off this chair drinking one of those things. They are incredibly strong. And Do you have trouble sleeping at night? No, I don't. Really? That's the thing. No. The caffeine, that's why I have a really high tolerance for it, and that's how strong these things are. Um, they've gotten in some trouble in the past, I know, for not advertising heavily enough that it's caffeinated. Uh, so that people who avoid that, caffeine that were drinking them. I was going to say, that doesn't make sense for two reasons. I would think that. Uh, they would want to really push the caffeine, one, for liability, you know, hey, mm-hmm. just so you know. And two, that's what would drive most people there. And I'm thinking like yeah. college-age kids and stuff. You would think, yeah. but they, they just call them, like on the menu, they're just called charged lemonades. Mm-hmm. And the charged referring to the caffeine, but that's not really clear because yeah. it could just be, you know, this is our extra special burger or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's not clear that it's filled with caffeine. 
White Castle is hiring robots as fry cooks. We've talked about this before. White Castle has been outsourcing some of its jobs across the Midwest to Flippy 2. That's the name of this burger flipping robot. They've been experimenting with this fry cook since September of 2020 when the original Flippy was installed in a Chicago area restaurant. They upgraded to Flippy 2 at the original test location in November of 2021. And now they've decided to roll out a larger version of the program. I know this is a robot that doesn't have feelings, but still calling him Flippy. Right. And Flippy Can 2. Can I get him for my car? Just, just seems a little. Flippy 2 is like. A little yeah, offensive. Seems unnecessarily mean. And it also, does. I have to say this every time we talk about this, I hate it. I really hate the idea of replacing people that flip burgers with machines. I think that's a horrible idea. But yours is more health than it is economy. It's both. It's the the health thing because the robot can't understand cross-contamination and allergies and my wife having a really bad allergy that's very important to us. But then also I think it's a huge mistake economically to replace uh, uh, low-experience, low-skill, low-education jobs with robots. I think that's a horrible idea because that's going to make unemployment go through the roof. I feel you, but they're having a hard time filling those kind of jobs yeah. right now. You know, mm. like at some point somebody has to flip the burgers and it's I'm, I'm not one of those like nobody wants to work anymore people. But like if they're having a hard job time filling those kind of jobs, but they're still leaving like the cashier position and stuff open like eh, I see it both ways, I guess. All right. A rare first edition Spider-Man comic is going up for sale. It's one of the holy grails of comic book collecting. and It's going up for sale in Milwaukee. Uh, it's Amazing Fantasy number 15, better known as the first appearance of Spider-Man. Mint condition copies can sell for up to $3.6 million. Oof. Wow. So kind of cool. That reminds me. <laughs> Let me make this about me. Okay. Um, so I have about 10 really nice vintage guitars, and uh, I haven't seen them in years because they're just in their cases. And... Uh, I remember when my brother was alive, my brother was a guitarist, and when I started collecting guitars, and he saw two or three of them under a bed, and he really went off on me, and he was like, these are living, breathing things, and someone should be playing these, and it's a, it's an anathema that you have them put away. So that always sticks in my mind. But also just like, I think about, well, I'll leave them for my kids. But there was only really one guitar that I played in my band that would mean anything. Mm -hmm. Other than that, they're just assets. Am I making any sense at all? Yeah, like, I a just, little bit. Yeah. I just feel like mm -hmm. I should just sell these. Do and your then, kids want them, first uh, of all? You know, I doubt it because Phoebe couldn't care less. Nick already has two or three of my guitars I've given him over the years and one that was my brother's. So at this point, they're just assets. Well, you know that... that and, and, well, let me finish for a second. Oh, sorry. Like... I, you know, everyone can use the money. Phoebe's in college. So I could sell them, get the money, and give someone the pleasure of owning this guitar that's probably their holy grail guitar. Or I could just leave them under the bed for another 10 years. Mm. It's, I, I think about that Marie Kondo lady. Remember her from sure the do. Netflix show? And like, if you don't feel anything when you look at those guitars or you think about them and you don't think, like, ah, oh, it would really just kill me to lose this thing. If, it, if, if you just look at them and go, like, hey, they're just taking up space under the bed, I think you should definitely sell them. You want to do one more story before Please. we go to break? This is crazy. Michigan State has apologized after an image of Hitler appeared on their <laughs> video board mm -hmm. during an MSU Michigan game. Um, a trivia question about Hitler's place of birth was displayed shortly before kickoff. 
MSU said the question game from a YouTube page called The Quiz Channel, which had been used for pregame content throughout the season, so they were just using random YouTube content and hoping that it was going to be fine. They said it will no longer use third-party sources and implement stronger screening of all content going forward. We, so they didn't idea. check it. They didn't, they didn't check, check it. They just put it up. And Hitler made his way in there. We have all done stupid things. I've uh, There's a museum of stupid things I've done. But come on, seriously, with what's going on in the world, mm-hmm. you just let a giant image of Hitler go yeah. up. And it, it, I mean, it looks as bad as you think it does. I saw it. Yeah, did you see it? Just crazy. All right, Dave, thanks. We'll talk tomorrow. All right. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go So make the best of this test and don't ask why It's not a question but a lesson learned in time It's something unpredictable Top of the hour we have uh, Judge Frawley and Jeff Rainford coming in We'll talk about... Everything from globally to nationally to statewide to locally on Think Tank. You guys can always call in. In fact, I would love for you to call in. And uh, rather than guessing what you'd like to hear about, you can you can bring up topics yourself. Phones are always open, 314-436-7900, uh, An interesting moment last night. I was at Schnucks. I was in line. You know, we've all done that. And the girl in front of me looked to be about Phoebe's age. You know, she's wearing like a college uh, sweatshirt. And she was FaceTiming with her friend while we were in line. Totally normal. Mm -hmm. Totally, totally nothing. But I just had this moment where I'm like, oh, my God, this is like the Jetsons kind of thing. (laughs) This is like Lost in Space from when I was a kid. I don't know if you ever do that where you just have a moment where you're like, I'm video conferencing. Yes, it's 2023, and someone's talking to another person on a device they're holding in their hand. Yeah, I had that moment a couple nights ago. I was watching a movie, and I was getting schnooks delivered, and I kind of had that moment. Of, well, I was watching All Quiet on the Western Front, which really upset oh, you and disturbed. Finished that, huh? I did. Uh, still disturbing and upsetting, yeah. but I just had the thought of, like, I'm watching these people's experience, a fictionalized version of it, obviously, but I'm sitting here in my comfortable home getting groceries delivered to my door. Like, right. how different is my life than theirs right just kind of crazy and mind-blowing and if they put them on the stairs next to your apartment you're like damn it yeah like how hard (laughs) is it to just read it's apartment a and the a is right there idiots (laughs) this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.